0: Hey, Priesties, it is your host, Kay Detella, creator of Pink Priestess Holistic Healing. Welcome back to episode two of Pink Priestess Radio. Um, Before we get started with today's topic and introducing our special guest, I wanted to recap about the things that we discussed last week. So last week, we kind of was setting the tone for the podcast setting for the year, and that tone is, soft life or soft girl living for black women. And sadly, none of y'all sent me any voice messages. I was so sad. I was, my ego was bruised. I didn't get any voice messages from anybody talking about what soft girl life mean to them or what do they plan to do to obtain it, to achieve it. So please let me know. Let me know. But anyway, It is all forgiven. But speaking of um, voice messages, today's podcast is being sponsored by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is honestly one of the best places, if not the best place, to create, edit, and monetize your very own podcast. Um, It also allows um, Anchor to do all of the work by distributing your podcast for you on so many different platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, and so many other places, right? So let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. Um, Today's topic is growth. Let's talk about it. Let's grow about it, (laughs) as I want to say. Let's grow about it. So I feel like in life, one of the most common things, the most constant thing is change. And change requires growth. It requires us to break down old habits, rebuild new ones, um, release things that don't um, help us anymore so we get open and attract and put in that effort and energy towards the things that's due. So this episode, we're just going to be talking about growth because it just seems like it's hard for people out here sometimes. So I do also have a few tips and tricks that we're going to give towards the end of the show that's going to help you how to work through growth. But on today's um, show, I have a very good friend of mine who is also a podcaster. She's a creator, a poet, a writer, and her name is Gabby. So Gabby, yay! Yay! Tell, us, <laughs> tell us who you are about your podcast, what you do, and tell us what soft girl life means to you.
1: Alright, hey y'all. I am I go by Gigi Neal. Um, my podcast is called Gigi Said. Um, I am a writer and a poet and a content creator. Um, soft girl living for me is it's something that I'm pretty new to, so I'm still still trying to get used to it. But soft girl living is really, I think it's more so of settling into more of your feminine energy, you know, as everyone say, you know, having that balance is not really picking one over the other because everybody has both. So it's more so for me, just learning how to balance it and learning that it's okay to rely on my feminine energy. It's okay Mm -hmm. to be soft, like in a world where everybody wants you to be so hard and masculine all the time and just, you know just over the top, sometimes, you know, it's okay to just pull back. And I actually heard Iyanla Van Zandt, she had said um, something about using your voice. And that kind of reminds me of like feminine energy. All the time, using your voice is not running your mouth, but like sometimes it's just kind of just being there. Like you can stand your ground and you can, you know, be firm in what it is that you believe without... I don't know, being mindless. So being a soft girl is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm loving it. I'm like, yes, yes, Not letting
1: yes. life happen to you, but also um, learning how to receive. That's been a big challenge for me. Learning That's a good one. From the smallest things, whether it's just a compliment from somebody, because I didn't always know how to take take compliments from people you know i would come back the compliment with something negative like if somebody said oh i like your hair oh well yeah i don't i don't like this part i messed up no just accept just say the thank compliment. you accept the compliment accept the blessings accept mm-hmm. you know just because something comes to you easily that doesn't mean that there's something negative attached to it or that there's a catch to it you know like you can live a soft easy life without you know you know just without the nooks and crannies and and all that so yeah
0: I love the way that you worded like your definition because I basically feel like I said I didn't say it what you said (laughs) but I said something close to it but yeah definitely that balance and that masculine and that feminine energy and when you were talking one of the books that came to mind that I feel like every woman should read. Um, but it is a unisex book. It's the art of Seduction. the art of seduction. Seduction. Tongue tied. I actually have it, the physical copy right here on the bookshelf. And I'll show you guys my bad. <laughs> Drops mic literally. <laughs> Have to reset up my little stand. Okay, we're back. But I'm gonna show you what the book actually looked like. So this is a physical copy. They need to promote me. They need to pay me for promoting that. Shit. But when <laughs> I tell y'all, I have it on Audible, and I have it on the physical copy. And I'm working on a Patreon book club for the podcast. I'm thinking so that way we can start listening and reading this stuff together. But you guys within listening to the first couple of chapters i was hooked like one of the best examples that he used for a good feminine archetype was cleopatra first of all how she was starting wars and shit over just the way she would sweet talk a man and how she didn't have to be aggressive to get what she wanted and how she used her words and the idea of her Mm um to get what she wanted versus feeling like she had to put out or had to do anything besides just allow them to continue to fantasize of what the life would be with her. Yeah. And then when they did get it, they were already too far gone. But it's it's a good book to reference. Um so yes. Um today we are going to be talking about uh growth and why it is important and why it is needed for success and your happiness overall. Um, so my question is, why do you think growth is so hard?
1: I think it's hard because we get used to, we get used to the same, you know, we get comfortable in being how we Mm -hmm. are, whether that's bad, good or something in between. And when we think about changing, even, you know, any type of growth it's scary because when you're stepping into growth, you're stepping into the unknown and, you know, I think that's when fear kind of starts coming up as well, because you're like, you know, I want to do this, I want to change, I want to elevate, but I'm not really sure what all comes with that elevation. Because even though, you know, you're elevating, it does come with, it comes with more freedom, but it comes with more responsibility. It comes with more knowledge and, you know, wisdom. It comes with everything. And a lot of the times I think we underestimate ourselves and we don't we don't feel like we can handle it, but we don't give ourselves enough credit. We really can handle it. It's just, it's easier to stay the same. It's easier to keep doing what we've always been doing, whether it's working for us or not, you know? So I think growth is is needed and is what I feel needs to happen just throughout everybody's life. Cause the older you get, the more experiences you have. Yeah, you, you should learn from those things especially your mistakes but and and then sometimes you have your environment your environment plays a factor if you if you're the only person in your friend group that wants to change and everybody else is, is staying the same like they're okay with doing what they're doing they're okay with being how they are but you're the only one sometimes that can stifle your growth because you'll start feeling bad for being the only one that wants to change And everybody else, you know, wants to stay the same or they'll try to make you feel bad for wanting to change. Like, oh, you think you're better than us because, you know, now you're trying to grow up. And, you know, we still want to do the same old, same old because that's what's been working for us. And that's what we're used to.
0: I love how you said it. In extension to what you said, I feel like that in addition to the fear, we don't know our worth. Yeah. And we don't always know that we're worthy of it. Yeah. And then this also just goes back to what you were saying about the soft life living when you were like, everything that's given to us doesn't have to come with a negative or a but or an mm-hmm. if, or you could get this if you do that, Yeah. but you have to do this for It's like, that doesn't have to be the it. So when I think about our experience with growing, I'm like, I'm like a pot. I'm like a flower pot. Like, I I don't know what type of flower I am. I think it's like birds of a fairy or something like that. It's this really cute flower I love. But when I think about growth and when I think about me or us as people growing, it just really makes me think of a garden. Mm -hmm. water yourself you got to cut the weeds you got to pull the negative shit out you have to make sure that you're putting positive things back into it to replace the things that you're taking out so you don't feel like there's a lack or you don't feel like you're unbalanced or you don't feel like you don't have the resources or the tools to grow and i feel like another reason why growth can be hard is because we realize that sometimes not sometimes but a lot of times When you're going through that growth period, you got to do it alone. Yes. And the way that you get to doing it alone is not the best. It's not going to be always a positive light. It's going to be the times where your car is broke down, your baby's hungry, you struggling. And the people that's always quick to text you about turning up or using your car or asking for gas money are going to be the same ones that's like, girl, did you hear about such and such? Mm -hmm. It's like, no. So, one of my phrases that I'm using this year is find yourself and then find your soul tribe. And that's what yeah. growth is going to do. It's going to allow you to find yourself, to know who you are. Yeah. It's also going to allow the universe to guide you because you're going to be willing to surrender a little bit more to the process versus fighting against the grind which just creates more obstacles it creates uh, more resistance it takes you on a longer course um one of the things that i remember hearing from abraham hicks was it's easy and if you don't know who abraham hicks is look them up (laughs) they're amazing but it's it's literally like go the easiest route. I feel like that if you're doing something, is everything gonna be easy? No. So don't think I'm saying everything is gonna be easy. You do have to work hard to get successful. You do have to work hard for your growth and right. to sustain the new growth that you have to keep yourself from backtracking. But whenever you feel like you're up against a rock in a hard place. The universe is saying the easiest route is really the route that you didn't want to take because it's going to require you to make a different choice, a different decision, create a different habit, or do something that you haven't done before. And like you said, we shy away from that.
1: Yeah.
0: But it ends up leaving us right where we started at nowhere.
1: Exactly.
0: exactly. So I. It's like when I look back at life, it's like where would I be without growth? Like, even like back in the day, y'all, I used to be such a goody two-shoes, such a little, ew, you do that. I'm never doing this. I'm never sucking dick. I'm never doing (laughs) that. That's so nasty. I used to be so goody two-shoes. But then it's like, after I finally got away from, or not got away from, because it sounds like I'm running for something, but when I was able to really expand outside of my environment Mm -hmm. like you was mentioning earlier. outside of the things that was known to me and I started to be around things that I didn't know it was like oh y'all I'm like, oh, this shit is popping over here. Like, it's like good over the unknown. I like the unknown. The unknown now excites me. And um <laughs> it takes a lot to get there. But the unknown is just something to me I'm always like, I got to go. I got to hop. So I'm going to go see what's going on over there. Because if it's not going good over there, you can always return back to where you started from, to the drawing board, and then regrow again. And I think that's another thing that people are scared of when it comes to growth is that they're scared. If I go that far and I don't succeed, then I have to worry about dealing with people looking at me, like she's back for where she started. But so,
1: and I, so just, what? I just thought about that too. Like sometimes like even, you know, just personally when I decided, you know, within like my spiritual and he- healing journey and I decided that I was going to like cut some people off, um, I started kind of feeling away, kind of feeling sad a little bit. And then I was like, dang, like I ain't going to be really talking to anybody. Like my phone is going to be dry. I'm not really going to have much. But then as time went on, I realized that all of those things were happening because God was isolating me because he was making room for better things to come along. Like even though I'm still not in, you know, the place that I really want to be. I realized that the things that he's taken from me, like my old job, I haven't wanted to leave my old job for two years. And finally something happened. He was like, you know what? Since you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it for you. Let me help you out. I'm going to move you away from this job. And and things may not look the way you want it to right now, but trust and believe even within the unknown is going to work out. You just have to believe that it's always going to work out no matter what, you may have a few hiccups in the road. And I remember when I first lost my job, I told myself, you know, this might not have happened the way that I wanted it to, but I think it's all happening you know, for my greater good. So you have to keep reminding yourself of that. You know, I cut off people that I used to talk to that I knew were not no good for me, even though I felt bad about it, you know, but it's like now I'm getting introduced to you know, just trying to really find my own soul tribe like you know me and kay we've been connected for a while and now like seeing our friendship and everything like blossom into what it is now is it's like you know i never thought that that would happen you know um even now i'm in a relationship went from being single and now you know if i wouldn't went through all those things the things that are happening for me now it wouldn't be happening for me right now
0: can you talk about that for a second like (laughs) I said I'm going to do an episode about it, but mm-hmm. healing, or should I say growth after heartbreak, that's, a, that's like a, a lot that we don't give ourselves credit for because not only did you have to heal yourself from accepting that you are responsible for just as much as whatever the other person did that caused the relationship not to work, but also it's like, how can I go and be in a new relationship and not judge that person based off the past things I've experienced and yeah. being able to always start fresh. Like that's growth because it's easy to like be with somebody and then be like, oh, I don't think all these men ain't no good. And da da you, but it's like the growth is the fact that you can keep trying again
1: too. It is. And I made sure that before I got into any type of relationship with anybody that I wanted to make sure that I was healed enough to where I wouldn't be doing those things. I didn't want to, like, revert back to, you know, the slightest little inconvenience. Oh, here you go. Is that y'all? Y'all do the same shit, you know? And I remember my mom uh, told me years ago um, not to... If you break up with somebody and then you get into a new relationship, don't put the past person's mistakes on the new person because whatever, you know, whatever they do, whatever mistakes they end up making in the relationship, they did it because that's just a mistake that they made. They didn't make that mistake because the last person made a mistake, you know, so I have to keep things like that in mind. And it took a while, which is why I stayed single for a few years. And, you know, I just had a lot of work to go through with myself. I had to learn the worthy yeah. of the type of relationship because like when he first came along and it was almost like too good to be true. Cause it was almost like everything that I was asking the universe for, like even the smallest of details is like, he, he was doing it and he was like, you know, kind of, I want to start off like right away, you know, doing right, because I want you to know that I'm serious. So and that's the energy though. That's the B D (laughs) E. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's um it's still a journey. It's still kind of new. But um I think I don't it is it's already like better than anything I've been in before because I'm not going into it with my old mind frame. I feel like I'm older, I'm a grown woman now, and I've taken time to really work on myself and really and really understand like where a lot of my problems lie. I had to do a lot of shadow work, a lot of shit that I had been holding in for years that I never wanted to talk about, never wanted to address, that was still affecting me, and I could tell it was affecting me by the way I would interact with people, mm. but I didn't want to I didn't want to like really admit to myself that, okay, this is the reason why I'm acting like this. You know, that's the reason why I'm acting like that. Like I didn't want to, because to me, I always felt like any, any reason that I came up with, you know, that was the root cause of my triggers and my trauma. I kept defining it as an excuse
0: Mm. because you
1: know how they do us black women. It's like, anything We're we go through is our fault is our you know what i'm saying so it's like any even if i got upset about something and i'm like why well, i'm upset because you know so and did it's a valid me right it, like even when i had a valid reason i kept telling myself like well well that's an excuse like still trying to find ways to like just solely blame me and not looking at things for what they are because all the time it's not you it's okay yes take accountability take responsibility but every issue like you don't hold all the weight of that problem like learn how to decipher you know like what what part belongs to you and what belongs to somebody else because a lot of the times we take on other people's bullshit too you know and even though they're a terrible yes. person well, 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 they did this because because I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing this. And in and, all, and, oh, they might just be that way because of their own trauma and their own bullshit that they have going on. And that's why they're like that. But you have internalized everything that they're doing as it being your fault.
0: Exactly. I, I definitely well. remember. Yeah, I remember feeling like that, definitely. But it's crazy because I felt like my first heartbreak, um it was my dad like that sounds like my dad like my dad is very narcissistic very <laughs> i'm you're the reason that i act like this and And it's your fault and I uh, hear <laughs> me sicker like can you please just tell me why you're upset with me like it's, it's, <laughs> like he has a, to where versus saying okay i you did not make the right decision and da 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 like like versus verbally expressing the issue it's It's just completely left. It's You're the worst child in the world. And And it's like, as a child, it did used to bother me. But Mm -hmm. as I got older, I realized you got your own shit that you got to deal with. And it is not my business. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to separate myself from you. So I'm not continuing to be re-hurt in the same toxic environment. Yes. And then I'm just going to catch you on the flip side. I love you, but... (laughs) don't talk to me right you know it's just a growth definitely requires setting different boundaries and it's going to require you to be different versions of yourself every different level that you go on so yeah people are probably going to look like you acting different you Mm -hmm. walking different you talking different you doing this somebody has to yeah somebody has to because if we all stay the same way and shit change we all still be slave we will all still be somewhere picking like something has to change
1: absolutely and people you know i think the reason why like i have been isolated for so long also is because the people that were around me if you know when i started like setting certain boundaries and things like that you know they weren't really accepting of it like some of them not all of them you know they weren't really accepting of it it like what you mean or oh no I ain't doing all of that you doing too much and that is the point where it's like okay well now it's okay for me to cut you off completely because now I see you're not respecting the new boundaries that I have in place and I'm not doing this to harm you I'm doing this to help protect me and my peace right and if you can't if you can't accept that just like I will be more than willing if it's somebody I care about you know, you set a boundary with me. I'm not going to intentionally cross it just because I don't like it. You know, if if that's the case, then just leave. But people will try to make you feel bad and gaslight you and have you thinking that if there's something wrong with setting healthy boundaries. You know, like, oh, you've never said no to me before.
0: Or if you're like, just wanting something better that? or more out of life, too. Because like mm-hmm. you said earlier, it's easy to get so comfortable but it's like people have this tendency of just basing their growth and their life statuses and everything off of social media stuff it's like those people are not happy you see it all the time when all types of stuff come up you see it on social media that Mm -hmm. these people are being devalued on on these platforms all the time by people that don't first of all that don't pay their bills don't provide anything to their household doesn't even like them that's another thing it's like people will sit there and stalk your social media stalk your page for growth see the growth and then talk trash about the fact that you grow it to other people but it's like just (laughs) unfollow my life sis like go away just go away
1: they don't worry like you're, you're not scene, a factor especially if they feel like you're doing better than them when they feel like you're doing better that's when they want to know all the bad shit that's going on so that they can be like okay well she's not doing that good she's not no, just baby, to make no yourself what, feel best right no matter what i'm going through i'm always blessed okay i'm always, I'm always good. I'm always going to be fine. Like, don't worry. I may be crying today, but I'll be more than elated tomorrow. And don't that's why we love
0: tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And that <laughs> I don't give up the day because uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn the lyrics just for y'all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like that. Ugh, social media, it, it gets me. I have to take my breaks from time to time because I just see so much ghetto stuff. Speaking of, that whole baby mama, baby daddy drama with Blueface, it got me like. Yeah. Pray for both of them. And I'm, I'm such a spirit. Like something the like God in me just wants to send a prayer. Like wants to bless her, touch her, <laughs> send some Reiki, because I just can't see. I can't see no man treating me the way Blueface treat home girl. I just, I would never. I That's, I feel
1: like I feel about them the same way I felt about uh, NBA Young Boy and his his baby mama. Uh,
0: what's her name?
1: Uh, Mayweather
0: Mayweather's daughter.
1: No, no. Well, her too. But uh, before her,
0: Jenea? Or, Maybe I think Jenea? they're all cr- like. I feel like they all just need love, but they have to they understand that they're getting it from the. They getting it from the wrong way, the wrong time. And from my understanding, that's just a lot of drama to be in. Like, it's I just feel like that he doesn't value you and probably vice versa because I don't know the full, you know, um, aspect of it. But it's just like, why do we wait so long and deal with things for so long before we decide that we had enough? It's, it's really that fear of feeling like who else is going to love me like this? Yeah. And But that's when that growth comes in.
1: I also think that on top of them not having no guidance and they both they both have had issues that have that have been in them long before they even met each other. So between like their trauma that they have within themselves that they need to work on separately, it's also you have money you know, they have money now. They have money now, they have all this attention and fame, attention and fame alone is a hell of a drug and will make you do a bunch of shit that you wouldn't normally do just to try to keep that coming in. So you got all this, you got egos. Then I'm sure they have a lot of yes men around them that's, you know, kind of hyping them up. Hyping the bullshit up. You know, you got now y'all have a TV show, y'all doing like it's it's almost as if they're getting rewarded for all of the bullshit they keep the
0: the world and honestly i i feel like that which is why i try my best to stay out of the gossipy shit the housewives the love and hip, because it's like when are we the fact that for one the fact that we looking at it as entertainment to laugh at somebody else's pain and the bullshit um when you sitting there with a man that can't even pay your light bill It's ridiculous <laughs> like hey we should be focused on way more important things than that and, and then it's like I said it's the fact that like for my example I don't care for them as a unit as individuals mm-hmm. I feel like like you said I feel like there's a lot of a love that's needed a lot of guidance and a lot of prayer so it's like I, I just don't I just feel bad because it's like why are we like you said we getting them rich which hey put money in your pocket feed your family but the fact that we're doing it with them embarrassing themselves for it is to me it's ridiculous yes and it's like social media is such a illusion because you, first of all, you already see the black eyes. you see the domestic violence, you see the yeah. BS. There is so many football players, so many athletes, so many people getting locked up for doing that crazy stuff. And you look at um, Blueface and... They I'm like, why do y'all feel like they're an exception? Because they provide some entertainment to your lackluster life. Yes. That doesn't have the growth that you should actually be focused on. It's just kinda like, when are this when is this shit gonna phase out? Because it's just so much more that we should be focused on as a collective and obviously they need help.
1: Yes. And I thought about that too, um, uh, with the domestic violence. I said I know that she's been to jail. I don't know if he's been to jail for hitting her, but she's been to jail for hitting him before. And my thing is, it does does seem like, I don't think they're doing this intentionally, but just because it's plastered everywhere all the time, it's almost like they're trying to make domestic violence normal. And then you look at the news, I'm seeing all these stories over the last couple of years, especially since the pandemic hit, all these stories of all these men unaliving their girlfriends their baby mamas their children all this stuff like and now y'all are bringing this shit in and trying to normalize this stuff and
0: monetize it I ain't trying to be funny, but Snap, we get enough of that with ID and Snap and all those other, like, crime shows. And that's why I was like, this is why we have these crime shows where people are saying that they've seen something on social media. People are even using social media now as a weapon. Oh, I'm going to unalive this person on live, or I'm going to do this on live. Like, we have to normalize more privacy.
1: Who? That's
0: more privacy, more mental health resources, um, because it's, it's, it's really getting out of hand. Like, it's too many women dying from from these men. And, and it's crazy because they, they the same men that have kids with them or you find <laughs> out you pregnant and you keeping the baby. Oh, yeah. we have to figure out how we're going opt- to. They, they're even at the point, And that's why we have to care enough. For ourselves as women to grow through that bullshit because they don't give a fuck about us. And once we realize that, more and more, we could come together more and work together more versus feeling like we gotta compare Mm -hmm. and contrast and contrast and compete. Because even I believe in South Carolina, they have laws to where if you're trying to terminate your baby, they can kill you because you're threatening the life of the baby that's probably not even have a heartbeat just yet. Like it's
1: getting crazy. And I feel and like. And what's that, crazy is you're going to
0: kill the mama, but. Ain't but which will cost the baby the door, right? to. Damn, double homicide, right? Like, not
1: double homicide.
0: Make it make sense. Like, I feel like that we learned back in the day, history repeats itself. And I feel like when we think about that being eight, nine, ten years old, we're like, hey, <laughs> But now that we're older and we're adults and we're having our own kids, building our own families, wanting more, like you're starting to, we, it's there, it's repeating itself. So that's why these are all the reasons that change and growth is important. It's needed in a community for healing, for longevity. Yes, But we have to do something. And as much as I love women, we have to hold ourselves more accountable to avoid these situations to where our livelihood is at stake, um, our mental health is at stake Mm -hmm. for that or for just to be around somebody that treats you bad because you don't want to be alone. The universe is going to. It's, it's going to throw things at you. If you don't have this way of um, surrendering or leaning more into your process of growth, the universe have a way <clears throat> of coming in and doing it for you. And it gets really ugly when it do. And so let's try to avoid that. Let's let's work together as women to protect ourselves and to watch out for ourselves and to also hold ourselves hold each other more accountable because we're not always making the best choices out here when it comes to these type of men and then also hold the women accountable for raising them this way too because yeah yeah, Mm
1: -hmm. and the men
0: we need to hold everyone accountable because it takes it takes a village (laughs) to raise a child and it's so easy. To, it's just so easy to throw away the black band these days. And I feel like we should be focused on trying to save them, too.
1: Yeah, I you know, as much as I love our black men, um, I, I love y'all, but I don't like a lot of y'all.
0: It's just too many cases where we don't feel safe. We said we we say, no, we don't want you to have my my phone number and we're getting shot. Or you cat calling me while I'm with my significant other and we shot because, you know, you mad that I, he said, stop trying to holler at me when you see that. we It's crazy. It's the ego has to die. The I, ego has to be killed. And I think
1: it's, it's so much going on with people mentally now. Like, everybody seems to be on edge. Like, any little thing is just, you know, making people cut off. And it it makes me wonder, like, what is really going on with people mentally? People are not taking their mental health that seriously, especially men, to the point where you feel that because I don't want to talk to you, no matter how I deliver the message, you know, oh, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. Or either either way, I'm like that today. Right. There are women who now, like a lot of us will be like, you know, we'll give you our number and just block you later. Just just to try to be safe. Like the safest option is to just give in temporarily. And they don't understand that. Like when you're in that position, even when it comes to like sex and things like that, when you are feeling intimidated, physically intimidated, whether he says he's going to do something to you or not, you know that nine times out of 10, he's a man, he's probably going to be stronger than you. So if you were to try to fight him off, you could end up losing that battle. So it's like, to try to avoid, you know, some tragic shit. Let me just, okay, you can have my number. Oh, okay, well, I have sex with you real quick. Just, you know what I'm saying? And it's sad. And this is, I hate that we are even in situations like that. And then men will sit up here and say, we'll just say no, we'll just say this. Well, you see what happens when we do that.
0: We die either right? way. Yeah. a target either way.
1: <laughs> of a girl got her face slashed up at a gas station because not only would she not give the man her number she wouldn't let him she was already pumping her gas and he asked well can i pump your gas for you and she was like no and he came back and sliced her face up so you to tell me that that warranted that action her telling him no warranted him slicing her face up
0: yeah we have to we have to do better that is, but this is why growth is important because this is the shit that we are dealing with every day. And it's bad that we as black women don't feel safe with our own men. We don't feel safe in our own communities. There's so many TikTok videos out there where black Cis women are discussing how they do not feel safe if they have to choose between a white woman and a black man, they're going to choose the white man. They don't want to, they don't feel, <laughs> we, we don't feel safe around white women. We don't feel safe around black men because they're fighting to try to be the next white man when there's actually starting to become more white men. That's like, you need to be valuing the black woman. That's, that's the, it. it's, it's, it's crazy.
1: It's so crazy. It's really sad. It's sad that um, I I mentioned this on my podcast before where I feel like as a society, we're kind of like split in half right now. And there's half of us that's that's rising in consciousness. And we like we see what's going on beyond the bullshit, beyond the matrix. And literally, and I think that's why, like right now, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, of course, I still have goals and dreams and things like that. But it's just like overall in life, like I'm not stressed anymore about what I'm going to be doing in the next five to 10 years. What's going to be? Oh my gosh, I got to hurry. I'm about to be 30. I need to hurry up and buy me a house. I'm not stressed about none of that shit because guess what? It's hey, all in my way. We will be living off the damn land. We wouldn't be going through none of the shit, paying bills, <laughs> doing all this extra. Like
0: the Nothing. more I
1: do research and, I, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, they call this civilized when really it's just it's
0: capitalistic Yes
1: it's... that 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 it's just a way for them to get what they want and to keep other people at bay. Like people they want people to be like superior. Like I don't know what the superiority complex is. Like nobody really wants to be equal. They want No yeah. I want to be superior would... and I want you down here. And so it's like they keep getting all these systems in place to make sure that there's always going to be people at the top and there's always going to be people at the bottom. Because if the playing field is level, they know that a lot of the people that's at the top ain't going to be at the top.
0: ain't going to make it. They're not going to make it. For a fact. For a fact. Which is why growth is important because we have to, like you said, be able to see through that bullshit, be able to rise above it and to be able to catch on and to notice what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And that's why I be telling everybody, always work on expanding your knowledge because knowledge, that's one thing I my dad used to always say that I do take away from him. He used to always be like, you need to read this book. You need to read this book. We will always have conversations. And he's like, well, you need to read this book. You'll, yeah. you'll understand if you read this book. So I'm like, all right, whatever. But as I'm older, I'm like, I love a good book. I love being able to know <laughs> what I'm talking about. I like to be able to understand different aspects that's not being shown to us as the masses being controlled by this governmental power that's about to be overthrown, for a mm-hmm. fact, um, in the next three to ten years, we'll see. But <laughs> it's real. it's good. To, it's utilize the resources that we have. Yeah, utilize Before the resources a- that you need oh. for growth because. I've been telling people for years, it's something happening. It's a shift. If something is going on and what this growth is going to be needed, it's really some left behind. If y'all see the movie, then, you know, it might not be exactly like that left behind per se, but there's people that's going into 5D. There's people that staying here and then they're saying it's going to be portals in this new world. Y'all know I'm a conspiracy theorist. So is it a theory though? Right. i'll leave it at that but yes you have to the universe i'm telling you it's just something about saturn that's been connecting with me a lot lately and saturn is sky daddy saturn is boundaries it's structure it's what are you about to be doing with your life for these next um two years because if you ain't ready i'm about to take you on this ride yeah I'm about to take you on this, right? And that's why I'm like, you guys, I can't describe exactly what's happening or what's coming. But we need to be prepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally. So that's what I feel like I make these episode topics about so that y'all understand what's going on. It's like I said, the universe speaks to me and I'm just here to spread the message. But we got to get it together. This growth is going to be so detrimental to us right now as a collective.
1: Yeah, I definitely think um, for the other half, that's not, you know, rising in consciousness. That's, you know, I feel like, you know, physically, I think they're just going to be going through like the same cycles, the same karmic cycles over and over and over again. They're going to be wondering like, why is it that all these years, I'm still going through the same old bullshit. And when you refuse to wake up you refuse to you know catch on the signs because i don't know who that man is but it's an older man His uh, a piece of his video like went viral on tiktok where he was talking about how you know like once you have on the glasses you can never take them off you can never un- yeah and there was a moment where i thought like dang what if i would have never came across like african spirituality? But I'm so grateful that I did because it changed. It really did change my life. And it still is changing my life. And it's really helping me to navigate through life without. Because I realized before, like, they want us to be anxious and upset and fearful all the time. They feed off of it. And I, I'm i just to the point now, like, even though, you know, like I said, like, i am going through my own shit. Personally, I'm just like, you know what? I can only do what I can do. And I think God, the universe, is just going to meet me. It's just going to meet me wherever I'm at. And things are just going to happen for me. And it's all going to end up working out because it always has worked out. So why am I stressing myself out? When I look back at all the times, even when I was in college, I didn't even fully enjoy my college experience because I was so stressed about money. I was stressed about my grades. I had started Same. two jobs, and I was just doing so much trying to, and then just to come home and and things not pan out for me the way I wanted. It was just like you know what. Maybe God is telling me I need to take a step back. And he was also like keeping me from going into a life that he knew I would not want. Like, yeah, getting this type of job, it may be beneficial for you financially, but ultimately that's not what you want. That is not what I keep putting in you. Like, that's not what I brought you here for. You know, you keep having these ideas, keep wanting to do these things. And it's not just about you being famous. There's a reason why I keep putting these ideas into you. I keep giving you these downloads. And it's been like that since I was nine years old. And I just thought, well, maybe it's just not meant for me. He's like, no, that's, that's why it's like, you know what? Every now and again, I'll try something else. Like 2016, I started my YouTube channel. Uh, 2020, I started the podcast. Like, uh, you know, it's just all it all circles back because it's like this is what i needed you to do like all that other shit that's cool but you would not have been happy <laughs> so it's i not agree way so just suffer it out a little bit like isa ray said you may have to be broke a few years but suffer it out a little bit because the end reward is going to be so much better than what it is you're going through right now so, stop, I am always oh, looking for a quick fix. And that was my, also my thing like trying to, you know, like you want to try to hurry up and get out of poverty quickly. Like you want to get out of brokenness quickly. But it's like, it's
0: okay. That's how you're going to end up right back in it. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I think that's good. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, what are your tips? Grow.
0: Oh my tips. Yes. Okay. So I did write in some good tips. Y'all, I've been having like this little dance shoulder thing going on. And if you mm-hmm. really know me, you know I can't dance. I just know have rhythm. I can't dance though. Right. So it's like I just have this like little like shoulder bounce thing I got going on. I don't know. But anyways. <laughs> So um, when it comes to change, when it comes to growth, I know that sometimes, like, for example, when you're going on a spiritual journey or when you finally get tired of your own bullshit and you see that change is done, it's easy to get overwhelmed by it. It's easy to feel like everything is happening all at one time. And I feel like that these tips will help you from backtracking or down spiraling so fast because it's easy to get that momentum going in the beginning, but then mm-hmm. you hit that first obstacle. You're like, "Boo!" wait a minute. Yeah. Then you hit a second obstacle. You're like, whoa, I ain't see that shit either. It, it can be a lot when change is something that you're new to or in the process mm-hmm. of doing. So these are some really good tips that I think that will help you guys out because it's just something that helped me. Um, so tip number one, I said, uh, don't feel like that you have to change every aspect of yourself all at once. I am for the best example I can think of is it's January. So it's top of the year. So it's New Year's. How many times um, do you wait all year, 12 months until the 12th month, December, and then be like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym this year. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to read five books a month. I'm going to do all this shit. And you end up getting nothing accomplished. It's because you, we don't work that way. Yeah. Excuse me. As easy as, it's way easier said than done. But when you do that, it's easy to get burned out. It's easy to um, be unmotivated and again, overwhelmed. So my tip is start making a list. Make a list of good habits that you're interested in breaking or making and then write a list of um, bad habits that you want to make and break so if you're like i watch eight hours of tv a day that's a lot i need to be able to at least read for 30 minutes a night create a schedule set alarms take that step to just incorporate that book in your evening schedule and then once you get that going for maybe a month or two 90 days, make or break a habit, then go ahead and add the next layer. So maybe even start by writing a list that will prioritize what needs to be done first in order for you to be more successful in your growth process. Um, Speaking of lists of what would be most important, focus on your mindset first. And Gabby was talking about this earlier in the show. But um, another New Year's example is weight loss. Um, how many of us always be like oh new year, new me, new year, yeah. new me. Oh, I'm doing this this year. I'm doing that this year. And then when it comes down to doing it, you like, hold up. <laughs> I ain't know it took all that. So work on changing your mindset first, work on reprogramming. And, um, I tell people there's so many ways, binaural beats, binaural beats with affirmations attached to them is a great way. You can listen to it as you fall asleep. You can listen to it when you're waking up in the morning, um, however you see fit. But definitely start practicing that mindset. Are you writing affirmations? If you are, you want to read five books a month, maybe start out writing affirmations about books. I love reading. Reading is so amazing. This book is the shit. Yes. This author is the bomb. Like, Hype yourself up. Hype up the energy of the habit that you want to do. Um, The next thing that we have is going to be to stay graceful and grateful. Um, From my personal experience, as we continue to grow, we become more intentional, more intentional about the things that we put in our energy into, the people we putting it into, more intentional about the things that we get done within a day, productivity, being more efficient. So as we elevate, and again, this is I'm not here, I'm not perfect. So this is something too that I work on because I can just be a little aggressive sometimes. But meet people and save space for people that's not at the same growth speed or level that you are at. And yeah, yeah, motivate them, inspire them, push them to be better. Yes, but again, you cannot save someone who's not trying to save themselves. And when you're trying to grow yourself, and you're you can't worry about tracking somebody else's growth. And like I said, I have this bad habit of doing it too, just because I went through my solitude period of not talking and not feeling like i have so it's like now that i'm at this different light and i'm just like come with me come with me come with me i want everybody aboard i want everybody to come with me but i have to realize that the universe is like no they're not invited or they're not allowed or it's just not going to work out for what we have for you Mm -hmm. so when that does happen versus Versus critiquing, try to just replace your thoughts with some grace. Like, oh, I'm going to pray for you. Are you going to get it? Just substitute the negative for maybe something positive. And like I said, this is my biggest tip because I am working with it all the time. And one of the best things I do is like if you have a friend that's constantly complaining about the same situation that they're not working to get themselves out of, then Sometimes it's nice to set up a boundary that will allow you them to no longer discuss that situation with you, because if you're not interested in allowing me to assist you in growing and you growing with me, then you're going to have to figure your shit out on your own and graceful and grateful is because you want to be graceful to those and not shit on people or not necessarily try to make people feel bad for not being able to grow or to not be as strong as you. But I say grateful because they, they can inspire you to want to do better at the same time. Cause it's almost like, I love you, but I don't want to be you. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, that's, I feel like that can help. That helps me stay less egotistic.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it keeps me more humble because I could be you tomorrow. If, I didn't change my mindset. I could be you today if I decided to give up on myself right now because I felt like I wasn't surrounded by support. So support them, but also allow them to grow in the means that they need to grow in for their own journey. Yes. I really think that this is it. Those those were my three tips. (laughs) I be trying not to bombard y'all with so many. Yes. Can I just add one? I'm going to add one. Sure. Um,
1: oh gosh, maybe I should have wrote this down. Um, (laughs) I would say a tip for growth would be, oh God, I hope I don't forget. Oh God, what did I say?
0: What did I say? And I was just thinking it. It, You didn't know that your growth can change the relationship that you have with yourself and people around you
1: yes oh this is what i was gonna say okay so my tip for growth is really just a heads up be comfortable with being uncomfortable that's a great tip understand that growth is about stepping into the unknown and letting go of the fear of the unknown so think about all the times that in the past where something was coming up and you wasn't really sure how it was gonna go and then you look back now you're like, I don't know why I was tripping because everything turned out just fine
0: exactly it's just, the way it needed to be.
1: Be comfortable with with getting uncomfortable. if you find yourself being too comfortable in a the situation, then you're no longer growing. you're no longer elevating. Um, growth is is uncomfortable. Sometimes it's a little painful because you have to do things that, you know, like cut people off and things like that. You have to change habits like Kay was mentioning. You know, you have to really turn into the person that your best self, your highest self, the person that you just the person, the version of yourself that you believe is your perfect you. That is the person that you are waking up as and showing up as every single day. And whatever it takes to become that person, those are the steps that you need to take.
0: Ooh, amen. And in addition to that, remember that we are multidimensional beings living a human experience. That you, that bad bitch, you with the brand new house, the brand new car, um, the seven, 800 credit score with the five kids and six nannies. <laughs> I don't know how that math, math, but it math, okay. That exists now in a different reality. So mm-hmm. what you're doing is basically connecting your then self with your now self. But it's, it takes some leveling up because your then self is up there and your now yeah. self is right here. So you have to be patient with yourself, as you go up these different levels, because it, it it's literally like playing Mario. Yeah, you know that in the the last the last um tier of the game, it's the monster you got to save Peaches out of the uh, out of the castle. Right. Isn't that her name, Princess Peaches? Something like
1: that. Something, like that.
0: something. <laughs> yeah, you got to save Peaches, but you know, so just understand that when you feel discouraged or when you feel worried. Or when you feel stressed out, you might be all, you're leveling up because level one is easy. Yeah. That shit is easy. Level five, it's a little testy, okay? If you play Candy Crush, you know. <laughs> but that's why I'm playing on no one. Uh, but level 10, that shit is, is hard. You got to come out swinging with everything that you have, which is why in that journey, of you elevate, and you should be collecting your coins. Yeah, collecting your Mario coins, whatever that is. Collecting your resources, networking with people that's already at their peak at the moment. Mm-hmm. That you're trying to be. Take advice from people that got things that you want. Listen to these people that's waking up at five six in the morning and, and, and have five hundred thousand dollars in their bank accounts. Listen to some podcasts really again like Gabby said when you're able to come out of that comfort zone you're going to flourish and blossom so amazingly growth is amazing
1: yes it is
0: so that was I hope y'all got all those jewels and gems that we was <laughs> dropping because they was in there okay you guys so my arms are tired because that's what happens when you work out <laughs> I'm tired <sighs> That has been a wrap on episode two. So I want to thank you guys so much for all the positive feedback that I have been getting from episode one. Um, before you go, I want to show you guys my manuscript for our new 90 day money manifestation journal. I printed mine out and um, the Bedazzle isn't the right word, but I booked it. Um, But pretty much this is our 90-day money manifestation journal that you can grab off of our website. Um, It includes journaling pages for daily meditation reflection, a release and a track list to help you release energetic blockages that's keeping you from manifesting abundance it also includes a daily tracker so these are all activities that you will be doing every day in this book for 90 days straight if you go ahead and buy the book it's only five dollars and you will get a link to join our private facebook group where we will be participating together in manifesting these riches okay we're gonna get this money together um what else, I feel like I have so much to say to you guys. We finally are on Patreon. So if you're not on Patreon, join our Patreon tier. Super low costs, a lot of good information and things are coming. I'm gonna be doing mini classes. I'm gonna be offering free readings, free Reiki sessions, um, weekly sound bowl sessions. And as well, at the end of February, we're dropping our bonus content where we're gonna be showing you guys sex toys. It's the month of love. I got to get a little nasty. (laughs) So definitely, definitely, definitely take advantage of all this good stuff that we have going on. If you want more episodes from us, then definitely become a monetary supporter. It starts off at just 99 cents a month. It helps us with um, editing costs, um, recording equipment, events, paid guests that we have coming up on these next few episodes. A lot of great stuff. Um, We... And Gabby, we pay out of pocket for our podcasting, so it does take a lot of effort and work, and we appreciate all the support that you guys will provide to us. Um, and remember, shop our affiliate shop. So if you haven't heard of Quartz and Rainbows, it's a dope-ass place. You can get your manifestation checks. We will be needing those for our money challenge. Uh, crystals, sages, all types of different spiritual tools to help you enhance your experience if you use pink priest you get 10 percent off your order and um, yeah if you love us support us follow us on instagram um our instagram is pink priestess radio uh g you can tell them what's yours all
1: right my instagram and um Let me see, I got Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. My Instagram is Gigi underscore Neil, same as for Snapchat. And my TikTok is just Gigi Neil with no underscore. And you can definitely check out my podcast anywhere um, you stream your podcast, whether it's Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify. Just um, go in and search GG said, that's G G E G E S A I D. So, yeah, we'll be um, resuming episodes, new season coming up very soon. And y'all know I upload twice a week, so I got a lot of recording to do. I'm going to be like you when I grow
0: up. (laughs) 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 Okay, you guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show as our guest. We had so much fun talking today. I love you, Priesties, and I hope that you enjoy your week. And don't forget my voice messages this (laughs) week. I'm going to be checking extra hard. Okay. Send me the love. Okay. We'll see you guys next week on Pink Priestess Radio. Bye.